Carrie Underwood giving us a little uh, Sunday night theme song by NBC. It's what's played before the Sunday night football game throughout the regular season. We're going to be getting a little uh, football take here in just a moment. This is Hot Takes. Alongside Tanner Marler, I am Cody Blazak. David Smith is out for this episode. And Tanner filling in, he was with me this past Friday as well. We'll be doing it today, maybe a couple times more in the future. Maybe it'll be just David and him. Tanner does uh, the dudes with me, covers Mississippi State Athletics here, where we're coming from in Starkville, Mississippi, giving us a little uh, national sport news take uh, from the NFL. Two huge games coming up this weekend. We are thrilled to have it Super Bowl right around the corner I believe that is on February 13th the week before February 6th will be the Pro Bowl before we dive into these games coming at us Sunday though Tanner your thoughts real quick before we dive into these games Cody all throughout this NFL season it's been wild to say the least and the fact that it's culminated in these two games that we're about to see with between these four teams wow what an NFL season it's been You've got Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow, Joe Burr. I did that wrong, but I can't clip my tongue. It's okay. Jimmy G, the winner, the proven winner, although I don't like him. He's a proven winner. And then, obviously, the man I share a haircut with, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of Mississippi State alumni on that team, mind you. And then, how about those Rams? Matt Stafford finally getting it done in L.A., getting a shot and doing well. So, Cody, it, it's going to be it's it's going to be huge. It's going to be a great weekend of football. Some incredible talent on the field as there is with every NFL game, and we're going to dive right in right now. Cody, what do you think about the Bengals? Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Not a not a not a Joe Shiesty fan. I'm not a no. I'm not. Listen, he he's had a tremendous end of the season, a tremendous second season in the league. He he, listen, he's proving himself to be something that will, in my guess, would account to a great player come a couple years. I just personally am not a big fan of him. And is that because he beat the Tide? That's exactly what it is. It it, it might be. It That's is. That's exactly what it is. You're not wrong, but look if if you had to pick one quarterback to beat the tide, were you picking Stetson Bennett or were you picking Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr? By who I want or who would I think? Who would you want if you if one quarterback just had to beat Alabama in his college days? Who you got? Ian Book. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Ian Book. That's Ian fair. Book's the only one I would accept. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, that wasn't. I one take of the, Sam Howell. Well, yeah, but Sam Howell's going to flop, in my opinion. We'll see. We'll see. Either way, we're straying from the Bengals. We're straying away from this team that, to me, has been incredibly impressive all season, has all the tools to be a great team going forward. I mean, you've got your franchise quarterback because, let's be honest here, that's exactly what Joe Burrow is. He's a franchise quarterback. You've got... Possibly, and I, I, I think arguably one of the best receiving cores in the league, one of the youngest receiving cores in the league at that. Your best receiver is one of, if not the youngest receiver in the league on his rookie deal. I think this team is just now coming into their stride, in all honesty. I mean, Joe Burrow did this this year with a terrible, and I mean terrible, offensive line. 
So if they draft some linemen, find sign some linemen, I think this team could be dangerous not only this year but in the future. Yeah, this team very well could be just an elite team, but we're talking about the Bengals. The organization, listen, Joe Burrow's turned it around. That's for a season. One player will not change an organization. They, They won't do it. Come a couple years, if they really start to figure things out, I will give them credit. But at the moment, I do not think they are an organization that knows how to win a Super Bowl. I just don't think they are. I don't care how good Joe Burrow is. I don't think that you're going to win a Super Bowl. I just Listen, you put Tom Brady there. I still don't think the Bengals win a Super Bowl. I think Jamar Chase very well might have a 2,000-yard receiving season, but I do not think that they win a Super Bowl. I think Joe Burrow is going to be an elite quarterback, and I think unless the Bengals get their – organization figured out and everything I just don't think it's going to happen it takes time you, you don't go from nothing in 20 years to a Super Bowl in one it doesn't happen I agree and you don't go from nothing you don't but I think the foundation was laid last year I think the foundation was there but I think Burrow it, I Burrow is obviously a big part of this I mean as is with any team the quarterback is the main guy the quarterback drives the bus but I think he's got the players around him at least in the skill positions to to make this offense incredibly potent going forward into the future but let's let's keep focused on the right now obviously they play the Niners so what the game that San Francisco is going to want to play is slow and boring and honestly painful to watch and as a 49ers fan I'll admit that do you not? Do you like them in this matchup? Do I like the 49ers against the Rams? Do you, no. What or do you, mean, you like no? the Bengals in the match in this matchup against the Chiefs? Yes. We're getting teams mixed up here, aren't we? I think we are. Okay, Bengals playing the Chiefs, two o'clock CBS AFC Championship come Sunday. Correct. Yes. We had some teams messed up. We which did. Is I don't fun. know why I said Niners. But do I like the Bengals against the Chiefs? No. I don't like that matchup at all. Not, Not a at all. You don't think they have a chance? I th- uh, no. Yes. Th- I think they have a chance, but I think it's very small. I- Listen, the Chiefs just got over the biggest hump they needed to get over, which was the Bills, in a dramatic fashion, to say the least. I think they're... There's no way they don't blow this team out. The Bengals are not nearly as good of a team as Buffalo. By no means. Listen, Joe Burrow is a good quarterback, but he's not Josh Allen. And if you think Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen, we have some major issues. Joe Burrow is second. It's a second year in the league. Yes, he's good. Josh Allen has been in the league, and he came from a player that took a lot of development, and now he is an elite quarterback in the league, and I would have to argue a top-five quarterback. I'll give Joe Burrow top 12. Top 12. That's only because I don't have a list of quarterbacks in front of me. I, I very say, well I could give him better. I, gener- I, I, I would be hard-pressed right now to name 10 quarterbacks in the league that I think are better than Joe Burrow. <sighs> 
Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Tom Brady. Yes. Josh Allen. Well, I mean, Tom Brady may not be in the league anymore, but yes. Josh Allen. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Matt Stafford. Yeah. Hold up, I'm blanking on quarterbacks. See, this is where the list gets thin. You've got no, your top five. it's just five. because I forget quarterbacks. No, everybody's got their top five, and I agree with them for the most part. But when you get into that top ten, it gets sketchy. It gets sketchy. Dak Prescott. Okay, the argument could very well be made. Um. All right, you might have me. That's what I'm Justin saying. Justin Herbert, I will take... It maybe by the smallest See, the margin that's possible. That's the thing. I think that his best comparison in the league is Herbert. Well, and I think they're neck and neck. I think I think I think the Chargers are a better team than the Bengals. But I think Joe Burrow looks so good because he has better skill position players than um, Justin Herbert. I think that's why you see Joe Burrow looking so good, and I think he's going to be good. Period. And I might have just turned myself from saying he's a top 12 quarterback into a top 7 quarterback. Or it might have been top 8. I don't know. And that really hurts me to say. I'm not even going to lie. I'm telling I, you. I'm telling you. Joe Shiesty's the truth, man. He's the real deal. And it's not just his ability. It's not just his skill set. The way he carries himself, I, I love him. I think he's a winner. I think he's tough. If you, if you read about his LSU days... He came in that locker room as a transfer and took control. He's a guy people want to follow. The issue, my, as much as I don't like him for being in the Tide, my issue with him is, it used to be at least, and now it's becoming popular, is he is cocky. Him and Jamar Chase are cocky. They, oh, are, they turning, are. They're turning cocky into the new confident, and I hate it. I absolutely cannot stand it. I love, I love Burrow's attitude. I love it. I think, to me, I, if I was playing quarterback, or if I was playing professional football, I think that's the attitude I want my quarterback to have. I, Walk on the field and think there's nobody that can beat us. All I know, though, is there, I will give Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, I'll give them credit for one thing. They have one of the dirtiest entries I've ever seen in college football, and if it is not the the open scene for the new NCAA game coming out whenever it comes out, EA never needs to do another game in their life. Yeah, but that by that point, it's going to be 2023. I mean, it's still the it's still dirtiest filthy. thing you've ever seen. If that game was made last year and you don't put the Burrow with the EAUX at the end of it as the as the, as the the entrance, you, I mean... That's kind of slick. I mean, that's slick. That was by far... That was when I was like, okay, he loves this town. They love him. He was a perfect fit for LSU, I think. And... God forbid me saying this, because I might get struck with lightning when I walk out of this studio. He was a perfect fit for Ed Orgeron, I think. I think that's the type of quarterback that's got to play for Ed O. I, I'm very confused. I'm not even going to lie. Ed Orgeron did nothing with Joe. Any coach could have coached Joe Burrow, and he still would have won a championship. Exactly. I could have coached him. But I think if anybody's going to play for Ed O., and play well, it's got to be that guy. We're 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 straying as much, from the yeah. As much we're as fun as this playoffs. is to go back and forth like this, we are straying from the game. But I will, I'll ask you this: Why in the world do you think Joe Burrow can beat Patrick Mahomes? Why? Because he walks on the field every week and thinks there's nobody that can beat that team if they play right. 
the Chiefs are better in almost every single position. But you have Patrick to play Mahomes the game. is a better quarterback by a long shot. Tyreek Hill Skill-wise, is a yes, better is. player than Jamar Chase. Maybe not by a long shot, but yeah, as not of right by now. Much. I don't even know who the Bengals tight end is, but Travis Kelsey is better. T. Higgins is also on that team, and T. Higgins is a phenomenal player. T. Higgins is, I think, might be one of the most underrated players in the league. Yeah, T. Higgins is a phenomenal player. But Joe Mixon is also on that team. What do you? Okay, so well, we're 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 going to run out of time because I feel like you and I could go back and forth. We are going to go quite back and forth on this, and I forget we don't have as much time on this show as we do ours. Well, you want to go into predictions because I'm going to shock you with this one. I don't know how you're going to shock me because I think you're going to say the Bengals, and there's no way you just hype the Bengals up like that and you're going to take the Chiefs. But, yes, let's go into predictions. What do we got? Bengals by three. Oh, see, you ain't shocking me. You just hype them up. Well, well look, look, look. Nobody is. Th- nobody thinks they're going to win this game. Let's be real here. Nobody. They genu- shouldn't win this game. They shouldn't. On paper, on On paper, everything. they shouldn't. But I refuse to count Joe Burrow out. I refuse. And I've I've got Bengals by three. I've Don't take Chiefs. that to the bank. Don't put the mortgage on it because it is a long shot. I've got the Chiefs by seventeen. By seventeen. Seventeen. Ooh. What? If you want me to be completely honest, how I feel about this Chiefs team, this might be the the easiest, but like at the same time, one of the most difficult like playoff runs for them. They got over the hump of Buffalo. They don't have to play the GOAT now. It, it, they're not going to play the GOAT. They're not going to play Tom. What worries me is, is you like you said, you have a feisty, cocky, 24-year-old Joe Burrow, whatever age he is. Who is ready to sling it. You're right. You've got to deal with that. And then if, if I, whoever you play in the Super Bowl, you're going to play a player that wasted 12 years of his career in an organization that could not do anything and Matt Stafford or you're going to play a 49ers team that is not good, but, but just hot. knows how to win. But is hot. So, I, Patrick Mahomes avoided a lot this year of playing he things you need. But circumstantially, it might be the hardest at the same time. It could be the easiest, and it could be the hardest. He's been there. He's won Super Bowls. Um, excuse me, Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm yeah. I've got Chiefs by by a long shot on this one. We're gonna shift gears. If we have time at the end, we can argue about this again. But uh, the 49ers and the Rams, which I just I can't believe I'm saying that the 49ers from this season are playing in the NFC Championship game. I, I it, it blows my mind. I think the Rams, realistically, I think the Rams should win this game by 24 points. That's not gonna happen. And I'm really nervous that the Rams aren't going to win this game. As you should be. Because let's, let's Don't get, act let's, like you're a 49ers fan after you talk so much trash about Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I still hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I still That do. man might win you a Super Bowl no, championship. Jimmy Garoppolo is not winning the Super Bowl championship. Debo Samuel is winning the Super Bowl championship. Who and runs Fred the Warner, offense? And Fred Warner. Who runs the offense? Yeah, because you have to do a whole lot of Who running the offense when you're handing the ball the off to Debo Samuel. You're just mad that Jimmy Garoppolo he wins. is better than you think. He wins. He wins games. He does. You he's know got what a I very would. he's he's only lost one game in his entire playoff career. You know the one thing that would make me really happy 
if somehow if you say if Jimmy G throws a four hundred yard game, I swear. If somehow, this would make me so happy. If somehow the Bengals beat the Chiefs, yes. and the Forty ers beat the Rams, and then Jimmy G had a four hundred yard passing game and just made Joe Burrow look silly out there, I would cry from from pain and joy all at the same time. Because no matter how deep we make it this year, I will forever be on the get rid of Jimmy G bandwagon. And then Jimmy G will go somewhere else, and he will be the greatest quarterback that league, and you're going to wish you would have never gotten no, rid of him. No, the only way he's going to be the best quarterback in the league if he, is if he goes and plays in Canada. All I'm, I think Jimmy G is underrated. By no means do I think is he a great quarterback in this league. But as a man that runs the offense... He's a great game manager. I, I think he deserves more credit. And yes, if I were a 49er fan, I probably would be in your same shoes. I'm not. I really don't care who wins the Super Bowl. I, I, I like for certain players, too. I, I I don't care who wins it. I want Matt Stafford, too, because of his position yeah. and where he's the been. The purgatory and, he's had to go through. I, yeah. But at the same time, the story of the 49ers winning it would just be insane that's a that's a 30 for 30 almost it feels like a team that has no business being where they are none at all so anyway we'll get we'll jump into a little bit of the matchups obviously quarterback side uh, Matt Stafford is by a mile probably by hundreds of miles better than Jimmy G thousand percent you know Debo Samuel is a phenomenal player, very good receiver. Very, he can run the ball very well. You, you, you have the matchup of Debo Samuel and Cooper Cup. You do. Where Cooper Cup is the better receiver, but Debo Samuel doesn't just strictly play receiver. So that argument between them is a little. Uh, listen, Cooper Cup's insane. There's nothing else you yeah, can say no, about no it. No way around it. Cooper Cup, to me, is the Offensive Player of the Year, and I really don't believe it should be particularly close. But Cooper Cup, if he's had four attempts this year on the ground, and he's had 18 yards. That's what you're looking at from a run game from Cooper Cup. On the other end, if you look at Debo Samuel, during the regular season, 59 attempts for 365 yards. Average is 6.2 carries. That's, or excuse me, 6.2 yards per carry. Cooper Cup was 4.2, I believe. It's a big difference. Yeah, I mean, let, let's let's be real here. Cooper Cup's not going to be running the ball. This is good. I don't. I, I really think this is going to be a matchup of the of which defense shows up and plays better. I really do, and I love San Fran's defense, and with a healthy Fred Warner, I think they can play with anybody and hold anybody to under 20 points, and if they do that, they're going to give themselves a shot. If they let if they let the Rams score more than 21 points, it's probably going to get a little hazy because I really don't think Jimmy G is going to be able to score more than 20 points. This is one of those matchups where – you look at a uh, Hall of Fame quarterback and a quarterback that's still trying to prove his, himself in the league. And the way I look at this is you might have two of the best game managers in the game today. You know, when I watched Matt Stafford throw that ball to Cooper Cup down the middle with however many seconds on the clock against Tampa Bay, 
and he's yelling to Spike. And they've made videos about it now, and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. It looked like the play when Matt Stafford was at Detroit, and I believe they were playing Dallas. When he went up to the line and was yelling Spike, and he was getting everybody to the line, and the next thing you know, he's in over the top for a touchdown. That's what it looked like, and that's how you know a great game manager. Not in a million years, if I was a quarterback, I don't care if my name is Tom Brady, I would have never thought to do that. And then to know, for this example, against Tampa, you when you get to the line, you have about 10 seconds left to wait to spike that ball until there's about two or three seconds on the clock so there is no time remaining when you kick the field goal. That's how you know a great game manager. Jimmy G's situation is a little bit different. He's not in those positions. He's in the position of, we're going to make this just excruciatingly long for you and your offense isn't because the, the ball on the ground. Just keep it on the ground and run the clock. It's old school football. It is, but it works. What do you think will be the difference? What, who's who's got to be the difference? And no, you cannot say Debo Samuel for this 49ers team to beat this Rams team who, who well, I, I look unstoppable. I, I think I said it earlier. I mean, if you hold the Rams to 21 points or less, you've got a really good shot. If you let them get out and sling the pill and fly around with that receiving core, if you let them get hot on offense and those passing windows start getting a lot wider for Stafford, you're in for a long, long game. And it, this worked last time. So now that we've got about, give or take, a little over five minutes left, predictions. What do you got? I have no clue. <laughs> You're scared to bet against the Niners. Uh, yeah. I know. I- I'm terrified. I'm not. I'm going to bet against them. I'll say it right now. You know, the way I look at this is no way. I- I- you know, I've said it every time we've talked uh, playoffs. No way will I bet. Not I don't want to say the word bet, but choose the 49ers to win any game in this playoffs. But I will not be surprised if they do. I, n- you can't be at this you, point. You couldn't you couldn't have paid me enough money to take them over Dallas. You couldn't have paid me enough money to take them over Green Bay. I pro- the chance is probably a little bit like likelier for Green Bay on the pure chance that they always choke, even though I should be saying that against Dallas because they've done it in the playoffs past yeah. however many years, too. We did, San Francisco did get lined up with two organizations that make a habit of choking in the playoffs. Well, then you look at an organization like the Rams, I don't even know what to think of them. I mean, they have spent oodles and oodles of money. They, they won it this year. It's that simple. They put the money in to win this year. You don't get players like the you potentially could have like seven pro bowlers on that team. Oh, yeah. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. If Robert Woods doesn't get hurt, Robert Woods, Odell Beckham Jr., Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. I'm missing someone on the defensive end. Who is it? Oh, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't have asked me, I'd have been able to tell you. We're missing someone on the defensive end that could have been. Well, you know, they did this. They did this exact same thing with golf one year. They paid. They paid a a ridiculous amount of money to get a loaded team around golf, and they made it. I mean, they they were there. They just couldn't close the deal. So I I think both these games could be really thrilling. Um, 
you know, you would want to say that the Bengals... Anyway, hold up. I'll get back to that in a second. What is your prediction for this game? I'm going to say I'm going to say Rams, but my hand is shaking when I say Rams. I'm going to say Rams and use some reverse psychology and hope and pray that the Niners win again. Anyway, like I was saying before that, though, you would think that these two games are going to be really good, but you would think that the Bengals and the Chiefs would be a better game. Uh, baby Goat playing maybe even babier goat <laughs> I, I don't really know at this baby, point baby goat yeah baby goat and oh, no. little goat i don't even know what to little call goat him, with right a now. cool pair of sunglasses yeah <laughs> no baby goat with a cool pair of sunglasses there you go yeah yeah but I, you would think that would be the game to watch two great quarterbacks or I, I have a hard time saying that about joe burrow just because he's so young just because he's so young patrick mahomes made his point he did what he needed to do I, he's I, great He's great. Joe Burrow's still got some time. All signs but pointing he's to. Playing, he's, playing he's playing great football. Incredible. So, I, I don't know what game is going to be better. I think they're both going to be just absolutely ridiculous. So, that's what we have for the playoffs. We'll hit some college football coming on. Or, excuse me. <laughs> college basketball. Oh, I wish. Hitting the weekend. We already covered Mississippi State, Texas Tech yesterday. So we won't hit that. Yeah, we beat that horse. Yeah, we beat that horse to death yesterday. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll cover. I guess we cover SEC Big Twelve, Auburn, Oklahoma in the jungle. I got Auburn. Should be Auburn. I feel like Oklahoma could not win, but I think they're going to make it well, a very make close a run game. At it, but it's insane to play there. Iowa State, Missouri. Iowa State should just obliterate Missouri. They should. Yes. Baylor, Alabama, which I think will be a thriller the, I think in it's Tuscaloosa. Be, I think it could be the best game out of that bunch. There's another good one coming on later. Is, we'll talk about is. that I in think a this second. This one's going to be the best. Who do you have coming out of it? <sighs> Bama needs a big win. I got Bama. I got Bama. I think Bama gets it together. I think they're going to win this game, and I think they're going to finish the season off strong. After that, big game of the night, the nightcap. Well, the evening cap, really. But number twelve, Kentucky at number five, Kansas. Oscar Shibwe going up against Uchiabaji. I'm going rock chalk. I have no clue. I'm going rock chalk. This is one of those games where I'm like, it's going to go to 50 overtimes. It could. It very well could. I mean, it would make Ty-Ty sense. Ty Washington should be back. Severe Wheeler played against Mississippi State. There's no reason to believe he won't be back. I think after just a demoralizing, I know it was a win, but it shouldn't have even Not been like win. that. But I think Kentucky bounces back, and they're going to show that they're the powerhouse of the SEC. We've got about a minute and 45 seconds left. Tennessee, Texas coming up. That will be the nightcap. 7 o'clock, 18 ranked Texas. Excuse me, Tennessee takes on, at the moment, an unranked Texas, but they are kind of in and out of the standings. Yeah, and I don't like Tennessee. I don't like that team. They've got one really good guy uh, at the point guard. I really don't think they're physical enough. I got the horns. Yeah, I think think Texas will take this game and jump back into – the top 25, I think it could be a closer game than we actually realize, but I do think it's possible. Coming in on to Sunday, 16 Ohio State, number six, Purdue. They're going to be playing in Purdue. Where are you going with that? I got Purdue. I love that team. I, they may just wind up being my pick to win it all. I love Purdue, but I love EJ Liddell. Just hit his thousandth point last night, I believe it was. I think he comes back and plays like the player we saw in the tournament. Number 22, Marquette, travels to number 17, Providence. Marquette. 
Don't really keep up with those two teams. Don't so keep I'm up with them. Say the one them, I like the most, Marquette. I, I'm, I'm with you on Marquette, they, but they're they're a sneaky team in March every single year. Every year, they're 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 one of those teams that bounce. We've got, I believe, just a couple more seconds here, twenty ish seconds. We hope to uh, listen. We're thrilled to be here, and we're thrilled to be bringing you sports. It should be fun. Hopefully. You will tune in with us. I guess it'll be David come Monday, though. Tanner will come back every once in a while. But we'll be back bringing you hot takes. For Tanner Marler, I'm Cody Blazak.